Hey, this is Chelsea Perry. Welcome to Tame the Circus Brain. Hey, you guys, I'm excited to have this conversation today. I have been thinking about how important it is that we are content in every season. And this was actually a request from one of you guys for me to specifically talk about this. And it's one of my life messages, so it's easy for me to discuss. I think that that whole grass is always greener thing is something that's been around forever and it'll never leave. But you get the choice to decide if you're going to look over and think that or if you're going to know. I know that that grass is AstroTurf. If you're going to realize that's a plastic perspective of somebody's projected life. And I'm not getting the real picture from this point of view looking over a fence. And I just want to encourage you, whatever state you're in, whatever part of your life you're in, whatever process you're in, enjoy it. Because I have so many friends in different seasons. Some of them are single from being divorced. Some of them have remarried a couple times. Some of them are married and got married at 21. Like, we are talking, I've got the spectrum in my life and I have friends that are a lot older and friends that are a lot younger. So I have all kinds of points of view. And this is what I figured out. I have figured out that everything has things that are horrible and everything has things that are awesome. Being in high school is so hard. And then you get out of high school and you realize that was so fun. And then you're in college and you're like, this is so hard, or I'm so busy. You have no idea how busy I am. Then you learn, you're really just learning how to be busy and how to run your schedule and your life. And I learned more from college about life than I did about my education. I had a great education, but it's just a funny experience. Every season has good things and bad things. Every single time that we enter into a new year or a new relationship um, I have wonderful friends that have great fruit in my life that I'm really thankful for. I have really honest, open perspectives and points of view that I get to witness, you know, in all kinds of seasons. Some of my friends have teenagers that are their kids that are, and the parents are my age. That's a fascinating thing to watch. It's just interesting, but everything's hard and everything's good. And so the, I think that one of the weirdest things about being single is people's perception of being single. And one of them is that, you know, they think, oh, you must be so lonely. Guys, I am never lonely. I can't wait to be alone. I love being alone. I lived in a new city by myself for five years. And during that time, I learned the art of being alone. Table for one, I would go out to the, I lived in Nashville. I'd, I'd go to the Bluebird Cafe by myself. You guys, I was friends with the door, the front door girl. Guess what? I still am friends with her. What up, Abby? I love that girl. But I became friends with all of them. I would table for one all the time. And I ended up in the best conversations. I still have relationships from those days. So fun. I would drive in my car to watch the city come to life. And I would park on the main crazy honky-tonk street in Nashville early in the morning. I'm a writer. I'm a creative freelance person is what I do. I do a lot of different things. So I go into these seasons. My life is a lot of times in seasons. And so I, when I'm in a writing season, a lot of times I notice that I wake up early and go to bed late and my brain is going to get the information I'm writing and creating. It's a weird dynamic, but I, I've done it for so many years now. I'm learning myself. And so I would get up early and I would go and park on that street. And I remember putting my makeup on and watching the street sweepers and watching everybody come and the lights go on and all the employees and 
and it was fascinating. And I learned to just have so much fun watching the sun come up and I would go somewhere else where it was just such a great season. And I'm in another great season, but I'm in a different kind of season. I'm back in my home state. I've got my family around. I've got lots of friends around. And there I had friends, but they were new friends. So it was a different kind of dynamic. Now I have my friends that are tried and true. And we have a much deeper dynamic where you go deep instantly. And it's fascinating. But this is a different season. And I remember how fun that season was. But I also remember I didn't get a hug unless I hugged a stranger. Also, there was a lady that would pass out samples at my local grocery store. And I knew I would at least get a good conversation with her on Saturdays. I'm not kidding. She was one of the most important parts of that season of my life. She doesn't even know it. I tried to tell her, but she didn't get it. She was kind of cranky, but I my goal was always to make her smile. So I learned how to make that season fun. And I learned how to find the good in it. And I miss, I miss the spark in my eye of adventure that I felt in that time. What's going to happen today? I remember one time I got up and I had an appointment across town really early and I felt like I was supposed to really get decked out. I'm like, why am I getting so dressed up? It's seven in the morning and the appointment didn't require me looking good. It wasn't like a songwriting appointment or anything like that. So I got up, I got dressed up, and then I saw myself at Cracker Barrel. I'm like, this is very odd. So right after my appointment, table for one at Cracker Barrel, guess who was in front of me at Cracker Barrel? Keith Urban. Guess what he was doing? Table for one. We ended up sitting side by side, table by table. I let him have his space for the most part, and at the end, I just said, hey, we have a lot of mutual friends. It's so nice to see you here. Oh, hey, who? And I named off our friends that we had in common. He's like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And so we, you know, had our moment together. And it was just one of those days that you're just like, of course, Keith Urban was at Cracker Barrel across town. You know, of course that happened. That was honestly, that's my life. That happens to me in all kinds of seasons because I'm always listening. I'm kind of always trying to make sure I'm in the right vibe of what I'm supposed to be doing that day, the right tone, the right vein, where am I supposed to go? What am I supposed to do? And I'm looking for things, not celebrities. Honestly, I don't really care about celebrities, but I'm looking for what, what's that thing that's supposed to happen today that I'm here for. And so that's a fun way to live. But you know what? I feel like every season, even hard seasons, I'm sort of in a weird season right now. I'm coming through it, but I've had more of a issue with my health. Guys, even in this season, I am having so much fun learning new things, meeting new people. I'm in rooms with people I normally would never be in. I'm looking for the moment. What am I here for? Who's here that I can connect with? What do they have to teach me? What can we exchange right now? What's, you know, what's here? And I just believe in living that way. And I think being single, I date, I have people in and out of my life. I have awesome guys in my life all the time, friends, married friends that I'm friends with their wives and, and we've developed friendships and then also just great people. I love collecting people, people important to me, but this is, I'm still single. I, I know I'll get married. I know I'll have kids, but it's a very fascinating time that other people kind of turn their head and they go, are you really okay? And I look at them like going, if you only knew how okay I am, I'm too okay. Like I'm working, I am making myself remember that I'm not going to stay here because I'm having the best time ever. It is so fun. But I'm choosing that in the next season, whatever that season entails, the awkwardnesses and the fun things and the highs and the lows of 
marriage and of parenting and of that next place that I'm going to, I'm going to choose to say I'm having the best time because I don't look for people to meet my needs. I figure out how to get what it is that I need in life the way that however I can get it myself. Like it's really important to not be expecting your friends to pick up the phone, for example, like, hey, I really needed you and you weren't there. It's like, hold on a second. People are not required to be your friend. People are not required to encourage you. It's like, what do I need today? And how can I, do I need to read a book? Do I need to go to Art Mart? Like one of my favorite stores. Do I need to go on an adventure? Do I need to go on a road trip and listen to a podcast? What does my heart need? Do I need to get checklists off my to-do list? Most of the time, yes. Do I need to fix up and look pretty and, and feel good? What do I need? And so I've learned to nurture myself and not expect other people to do it for me. For example, there are times that I will go into these seasons where I don't really know what I need, but I have been learning that it's pretty much on a list. You start with the basics. Have I had enough water? Have I had enough sleep? Have I been eating enough things that came out of the earth that my body can actually recognize? Have I been having good quality interactions? What do I need? Do I need a nap? Do I need a bath? Do, it's like basically like you go back to the fundamentals of a baby. And that sounds kind of childish, but really it works for me. I start really like diving into what is it that is under the surface here that I actually need. And I've learned to take care of myself because no one else knows what you need. If you don't know what you need yourself, how the heck is somebody else supposed to know what you need? Now, of course, there are those friends that actually can look at you or a, or a relationship or a, or a sibling or somebody that knows you so well that they can look at you and be like, I think you're stressing out too much. Let's go to a movie or whatever. And that is nice and annoying. Depends on what they say. Like, it's your hormones. It's like, it's never my hormones. <laughs> but it's funny how I have no idea why that feels so invasive and private when somebody could like mention that when it's 100% obviously your hormones. But I'm just saying, and by the way, I'm 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 always working on all that, keeping it all very in check, getting everything checked. I work on taking care of myself now physically because of the stuff I've been going through. It's even more motivating. Health is wealth. It truly is. I'm so happy to be able to take care of myself. Like it's a privilege. So I just want to um, encourage you to take care of yourself and not expect other people to meet your needs. And I had this conversation. I think we've even talked about it, but I'm going to tell you again. I had this conversation with a friend because I love cooking and I cook these meals and then I end up cooking too much because I'm the oldest of four kids. And in my family, I would cook all the time for my family. My mom raised us, trained us to cook. So it was part of my upbringing and so ended up becoming one of my hobbies. And so I was cooking too much food and I don't like eating the same thing over and over and over again. Some people magically do that. I do not. I do not like eating. If it's super good, I can maybe eat it twice. Uh, but I need to like freeze it and eat it later. But a friend and I were talking about being healthy and fit. And she said she always thinks, man, if I'm single, I can make whatever I want. And I don't have to make all these people different meals. And I always think, man, if I was married, my husband would be eating this too. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't have made so much where I have so much. And it's just funny how we have these preconceptions in our head. If I was in that set of circumstances, it would be like this. And it's not true all the time. That dynamic is not always true. And if it is true, 
I can put my meals in the freezer and think ahead and say, I'm not going to eat chili 15 times this week. I'm going to probably eat it three times. So I'll get three servings out and put it in the refrigerator and everything else goes in the freezer. Or I give it away to somebody or or I freaking cook less. Why can't I figure that out? That's obviously logical. But for some reason, it doesn't work like that. And cooking a tiny bowl of chili just feels weird. <laughs> It's like two servings of chili just looks very weird in my big pot. It's just funny. Anyway, I'm just saying being content in every circumstance, getting prepared for whatever's ahead, but also being present in where you are now. I believe there's a reason for your season. Whatever time you're in, and I'm not just talking marital status and parental status. I'm talking wherever you're living. If you're a country girl and you're up in the city, if you're a New York girl and you're in Paris, like whatever's going on, wherever you're at, you're in an apartment, you're in a, on a farm, you're wherever you are physically located, whatever your social dynamic and infrastructure is around you, there is a reason for the time you're in. Lift your head, look around and figure it out. Why am I here? What am I supposed to do? Why am I still here? Is there a change I'm supposed to make? Am I just in survival mode? Am I just here because I'm functioning because this is what I've always known? Am I supposed to make a change? Is there a reason that that this is what's going on in my life? Guys, it's just amazing when you choose to live a life that you're going to be content in every circumstance. I choose to be happy even though physically my body hurts today. I am going to have a great day. And I'm going to get to the bottom of what's going on in my body, but I'm not going to be sad about it. I'm not going to be cranky for six months. I'm going to bound out of bed in my heart. If I can't physically, I'm going to in my heart. So I just want to encourage you, whatever your situation is, if you're table for one or if you're table for 21, whatever situation you're in financially, guys, there's something about really having to be on a budget, going to the dollar store and learning, oh my gosh, there's a lot of good stuff here. Learning, I don't need a $45 candle from Anthropology for it to smell amazing. I actually found these candles at Walmart that are a copy of the Bath and Body Works candles that cost like $300. Just kidding. $21 with the three wicks. So I found them online, these candles that are awesome that I actually like better and they're at Walmart, but you have to hunt and go all the way through Walmart. They're not in the normal candle section. They're not in the seasonal candle section. Walmart freaking has like 45 candle sections. But if you keep hunting, they're in the, the like Airwick smell good section, the deodorizing section. And they actually have labels that are knockoffs of the Bath and Body Works. I don't care how much money I have. I'm on a budget. I like to save money. I don't mind investing in things when it's time to and when it's something that's important. But I do not need to go just blowing money because it's fun. Guess what? It's more fun to save money. It's more fun to have money. It's so fun. So I love giving. I love buying presents and I love giving to people. I really do. Even though giving isn't one of my primary love languages, gifts. But giving is something that I was raised with. My mom and dad are so generous. But my mother... It's very rare I've seen her go a day without giving somebody something. And I mean that my whole life. She is such a giver. It's freaky. It's like, how do you do this? So we were raised that way. Honestly, kind of thought it was normal. You just give everybody everything all the time. But obviously, you have to pay your bills and you have to save and live responsibly. So in my heart, I'd rather save more and give more. 
It's so fun. It's so fun. So I'm telling you, there is something fun about being creative where you have to really work instead of just going through your motions and spending $100 on a steak and doing whatever you do. Instead going, we're going to go on a date in three weeks. So it's good. We're going to go on more dates than in three weeks, but we're going to go on a special date in three weeks and I'm going to find something really cool. So you go on Groupon and you find out there's a trapeze class for $75 or whatever. I love that stuff. I'm like, who does a trapeze class? That's bizarre. So it's just an interesting life to live when you're having to, you want to have a great experience, but you're having to hunt for deals. So then you end up doing things you wouldn't normally do necessarily because you find something special. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying is boundaries sometimes create opportunities that are unique. And I find that in my creativity as I'm building and creating more boundaries actually help me to be able to create a crazier thing. It's a weird dynamic, but it's true. Like the more restrictions I have, the more free thinking I can be. When I'm unlimited, it's like, oh man, this is overwhelming. This is daunting. But when I start giving myself boundaries and start giving myself structure, it's an amazing thing that happens with my creativity. So anyway, I just want to encourage you. If you have a ton of money, a lot of times I've seen this with my friends that have a lot of money or are perceived to have a lot of money, uh, people kind of make assumptions about them. They assume they're getting the bill or they assume they're buying their airline ticket or they just assume that they're doing fine and they're comfortable. So then the person that's struggling is constantly feeling annoyed or frustrated that this person is having such a lavish lifestyle. Guess what I've learned? Everything is not as it seems. Just because it appears like somebody is projecting a certain lifestyle, you don't know how much debt that person's really in. You don't know how much that person's really struggling. Just because somebody has a huge situation in their world, like a big boat or a big house or amazing cars, you do not know what they're doing to be able to pay those bills. And it's a really wild thing when you find out. So, And I'm not celebrating in that. I'm just trying to say, you don't know what's going on. And your friend with the tiny house might be rolling in the money because they are on a budget. So you just don't know what's going on when you're looking around. And guess what? Another key to contentment is don't look around. Stop evaluating everybody's situation. I mean, easier said than done. But stop evaluating everybody's situation and comparing it to your own. You don't even have a pers- an accurate perspective because you're in your underwear, in your house, in your raw, honest life. And you're looking over at somebody else decked out from head to toe in their heels, you know, in their glasses and the music video life. It is fake life. They're in a projection of a YouTube life and you're trying to perceive it in your world. That's truly raw. You're seeing your world for your own struggles and you're not getting to see their struggles. You're getting to see their victories and, and how they're showing you what their life really is. It's so annoying, guys. Just don't be tricked. What I'm saying is, Learn how to be happy in whatever your circumstances are. And I think a lot of it is your mentality. So if you're married, if you're single, if you're living on a farm and you want to be living in a sky rise, whatever your situation is, none of it is ever perfect. Even when you're in what you thought was your ideal situation, you learn, wow, this didn't satisfy me. Just learn that stuff doesn't satisfy you. People don't even bring you joy. It's really ultimately a lifestyle that you choose to have, that you're going to be happy no matter what's going on. And I'm living it right now. It can happen. It can be done. It's awesome. 
awesome, you guys. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll be back to talk more soon. 